Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Webcrawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your reviews and play your voicemails. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And where in the world is Maria? She's dead. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. Do we have any reviews? You know, no. But That's fucked up. let's see if we have any international reviews. We're down to 4.7 out of 5. We used to be higher. Were we a 4.8? I thought we were, were higher. Oh, we have a, show, a, a listener from the Philippines. Ooh. Been listening since the pandemic happened. Your podcast definitely saved me from boredom. I love listening to the three of you, and I definitely love all the topics you ladies cover. More strength to the podcast, and thank you for doing what you do from Carnotor. Aw, thank you. We have some voicemails. Oh, boy, do we. Oh, boy. So we have a six-part voicemail, but I might play that last. Yeah, I feel like we should play that last. Let's ease into and that. And then let's do the, 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 one, the, the shorter ones first. Then we got a three-parter. And then we'll, we'll see about this six-parter. Might have to break it up into two parts. <laughs> that's, and that's a whole episode. Hi. Uh, this one is for the web crawlers. Okay. Hello. So recently, I've been catching up. Well, not catching up on 90 Day Fancy, but I ended up like two weeks behind. And I know that Melissa... And Allie watched 90 Day Fiance. Yes. And then I heard somebody's Boy, theory about Mahogany. And, like, I just wanted... First off, I want to talk about Mahogany, and then I'll get to the rest of it. And I hope I don't have to make, like, a two-parter. So I'll hopefully end up as fast as possible. Anyway, um, honestly, I believe that Mahogany is who she says she is. I just believe that she doesn't trust Ben, as I wouldn't either, because he's, like, 
52 and she's 22 and he was a youth pastor and that's slightly concerning Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't want that person to know where I live or what I do yeah uh in fact I mean I'm not saying her friends are fake but I wouldn't tell like if it's not serious or whatever like I wouldn't tell my friends about him either but I'm also thinking like I'm 25 and kind of dumb and I think that I would I'm not catfish but you know I'd entertain an older person because I have nothing else better to do with my life sure um and so I just think the pure fact that he thinks emotional maturity of a person in their early 20s is a good idea it's just like that's my flag number one like I'm generally compared to my be a predator because it's God's plan but also there's this person on the reddit account like reddit uh, 90 day fiance and I forgot what their name is I'll have to look it up but like they write recaps of 90 Day Fiance, and it's like oh, fan fiction almost, but it's just so nicely written that, like, it's the best recap I could ever think of. So I think y'all should check it out. It's usually on Fridays. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I am on the 90 Day Fiance Reddit. I go on there. A lot you of people, do. everyone's talking. To, I don't post anything, but I like to read everyone's theories. But yeah, I think Mahogany's real. She's just a 22 year old girl who was like, Talking to this older guy, getting money from him because he did send her money. Yep. And do you think, think she has a lot of? Do you think she has a lot of men on a string or no? I'm sure she. I bet she has more than one. Yeah. And she, and he she didn't expect him to freaking fly all the way down there to meet her. Yes. Like he came, like despite her saying no, don't come, and he's like. I'm going no matter what. So like, yeah, that's, that's creepy. really scary. Yeah. And like, it's fun. If you think you're never going to meet someone, it's fun to play into the fantasy yeah. of, oh, yeah, I love you. Let's get married. You know, if yeah. you think it's, if, if you really think it's never going to happen, it's like, it's like your AOL chat boyfriend in yeah. fourth grade, you know, but I think he really took it seriously and she, she didn't. Yeah. The, the, preview for the is the tell all tonight or is there a final episode tonight? i think i think there's a final episode today and then i think they're putting out part one of the tell all right after i'm gonna i'm gonna come my pants i know i can't wait <laughs> that's i'm not kidding that's the best news i've ever heard of i think so i think so i know there's life. there's definitely an episode today because I think next week is part two of the tell-all, which is why I was confused because I was like, it yeah, I think they're doing two up. episodes. They're doing two episodes today, I believe. Okay, next message. Hi, this message is for web crawlers. Um, so this is a documented kind of psychic experience that I had. Ooh. When I was a teenager, I had this really vivid dream um, about the high school counselor who we all thought was kind of a creeper. And um, in my dream, he was kind of leaning over, you know, the the cheerleader. Um, He was in this really vivid, like, aqua-colored sweater. And she was saying something like, you know, I'm pretty good with the body, but I have trouble with the hands. And he said something back to her, like, yeah, I'm really good with the body, too. And... It was a weird dream, and I was the next day I was talking to my friends at lunch. We were all sitting around, and I was just describing this dream. And a couple of days later, we were in art class, and we were drawing, like, athletes. And this cheerleader was drawing a basketball player holding a basketball. And I look up, and the, the 
guidance counselor comes in in that bright blue sweater, which I'd never seen before, and he comes over and he leans over her, and he's commenting on her drawing. And he's like, you know, that's pretty good. And she says, I, I have, you know, I'm pretty good with the body, but I have trouble with the hands. And he says, yeah, I, I'm better with the body, too. I can never get the hands right. And a couple of my friends look at me like, what the heck just happened? Because I had told, told them all about this a, a couple of days earlier. Oh, so weird. my personal theory on this is I think that our consciousness is produced by, you know, cells in our brain. And at the atomic level, um, there are particles that can, um, like quarks, I think is what they're called, that can exist in multiple points in time and space simultaneously. Um, so I think some of this is like produced by just these atoms being backwards and forwards in time. And it's sort of senseless and meaningless because like this wasn't the lottery numbers or anything meaningful. It was just this random glip from the future. But anyway, I have confirmation that it happened. Uh, love the show. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, that's fascinating. I actually believe that too. I've always felt like you can be in multiple places at time at once. Yeah. And because I mean, I don't know, like, haven't you ever been reminiscent? Remin- oh, this is the hardest <laughs> word for reminiscing, reminiscing uh, of a memory. And it almost feels like you're transported back there. Like it almost feels like yes. you're in like the room or like you're actually there, like you're in the physical space. Like I believe that we have that. You know what I think of it as is what's that movie where um, Looper said this before? (laughs) (laughs) The Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> Norbit. Um, that movie where it's like the alien movie, the redheads in it, and then there's the library kind of scene, and it's a, kind of about time travel. A redhead, an alien, a library. Let's leave it at that. And like one of our listeners, know. one of our listeners will understand, but it that I think that explains the time space continuum well. Oh. I got to I got to see and this movie. We'll, get a voice, we'll get a, we'll have to get a voicemail next week where someone will tell me what I'm thinking of. It's it it sounds familiar. I'm going to Google right now. Redhead alien movie with Ghostbusters library time scene. Library Who's the redhead? What year? I think it's Arrival is what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, with uh, Amy Adams? Because doesn't she kind of move back and forth in time in that? Is that what happens? I don't remember. Where she's in that giant room talking to the aliens, but they're... Yeah, I, I remember that part. <laughs> okay, we're, I'm going to have to rewatch this movie and then circle back, but I think yeah. that that's a good... I think that that's a good example of what you're That's a good about. movie. I'm going to watch that, that again. Movie. Yeah. Hi, it's James again. I'm sorry for, oh, no, I'm not sorry for calling again because I'm working on that. Anyway, uh, I was just listening to your episode. I'm not going to look it up right now because I'm driving. But uh, someone called in and mentioned a, a skeleton house in New Orleans. Well, we don't have a skeleton house here in, in Henderson. But it's in Vegas, like, right? Just down the street from my house yeah. is this substitute teacher who has filled his yard with dinosaurs of varying kinds and his he calls her from the dinosaur house everyone calls it that and it even has like a pokestop on like pokemon go and pikmin bloom and like so it's like a landmark like this is it's a freaking landmark and during halloween 
You can go up into his garage and he has like tables where you can like pick what you want. And I always get the tubs of cotton candy because mm, cotton candy. That's anyway, fun. um, y'all should like uh, what's the word? When you have to, it's like when you do something for an essay. Anyway, if you could do some research, research, research. research on this topic, that would be amazing because I'd love for more people to learn about the Dinosaur House. It's a magical place. And the person who owns it is a magical, wonderful man named, uh, dang it, is it Mr. Spangler? No, it's not Mr. Spangler. Spangler? Dang it, I forget his name. But he is so sweet and kind and just a wonderful old man. Thanks to... Thank you. Have a wonderful day. La, la, la. Bye. Wait, Dinosaur House in, where is it? Vegas? Well, I just thought like last last week he talked about that. He, that guy called last week, didn't he? Yeah. Henderson's Dinosaur Man. Oh. Enjoys sharing his personal Jurassic Henderson. Park. Oh, wow. Steve Springer. They call him the Dinosaur Man. The first dinosaur he purchased was Boris the Brontosaurus. Cool. And then Good he name. just kept going from there. He estimates that 7,000 to 10,000 people come to look at his yard every year. Oh, my God. This is so funny. The neighborhood isn't part of a homeowner's association, so he isn't <laughs> limited by those HOA rules. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those HOA rules. Yeah, fuck rules. the HOA. I get to put dinos all over my front yard. That's amazing. He had shrunken heads, dismembered body parts for Halloween, spiders, a Frankenstein. Wow. Good for him. Good for Steve. Yeah, this is, I love it. We should go there. Okay. Next message. This is for web crawlers. This is James from Las Vegas. So I've been trying, I, I was reminded of this case that my grandma, who, she doesn't like feeling old, so she likes, she doesn't, she w- always made us call her Grandy, so I'm going to be calling her Brandy. Anyway, she was in this case a while ago um, as, a, as a witness um, oh. because she's an antique appraiser. Um, anyway, she had always told me about this case, and I've tried looking it up, and I haven't been able to find it. But I always thought it was interesting, especially the way she told the story. So she was brought in to look at this antique chest that was part of a of an investigation. She was given no information. She was just told to, uh, to look at the chest and see if she could tell any information about it. Um, and I believe it was Victorian, which is you know, which is like her specialty. Um, and so she was, you know, looking at it and it had been burned. And so she, you know, she's looking at it. She's trying to determine, you know, how much it's worth, if it can be salvaged, uh, its era, how old it is, you know, stuff like that. And as she's looking through it, she finds this, uh, like white, like rock stone, she said, and she picked it up and it felt really light and she was looking at it and she asked where it came from. And they said it came from Lake Mead, and it, this rock didn't look like anything by Lake Mead. Lake Mead, the man-made lake, you know, there's no smooth rocks over there. So she asked, you know, like, about this rock, and they took it from her, and she later found out that that was a skull. <gasps> Not just a skull, but like a piece of skull. Um, oh. Because apparently this man had gotten chopped up, supposedly by his wife and then 
put into this box and then it was like lit on fire out by Lake Mead. Oh my God. Oh my God. So yeah. So my grandma, my grandy, Leslie Peterson, uh, she was part of that case. So if you, if you have the time to to try and research for that case in, in Henderson or Las Vegas, um, just specifically by Lake Mead, then, uh, Maybe you might be able to find it. Uh, anyway, I hope you ladies have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Wow. And that's scary. Leslie Peterson. Lake Mead. Henderson. That's crazy. Wow, they really did a lot to that body, huh? Oh, boy. Okay. Next message. Hello, this is James from Las Vegas calling for web crawlers. So I called a couple days ago to let you guys know that my granddad, um, Leslie Peterson, was uh, a witness in a case. And I've still been trying to, like, see if I can hunt down that individual case. However, there are a lot of, like, murder cases that happen around Lake Mead. And so I, I thought it would be a kind of a cool, you know, maybe a mini or, like, a mini episode or just a fun little topic for you guys to talk about would be murders in Las Vegas or even specifically murders that have happened around Lake Mead just because it seems like Lake Mead is a very popular area for people to try and either get rid of bodies or like to just do general evil deeds. So it would be, it would be very interesting to, to see you guys, you know, do more research about Lake Mead and the things that have happened there, or even just, I mean, like, um, in Boulder City, we have the Hoover Dam or the Boulder Dam, and I mean, that has a a, a dark history in and of itself. Supposedly, there are, like, hundreds of, like, workers' bodies (gasps) that have been, like, built and left in the concrete that makes up the dam. I I don't know if any of that is true. It's creepy. terrifying. I mean, just Lake Mead just has a, like a dark energy about it. It's weird. Uh, anyway, I hope you leave to have a good rest of your day. Uh, stay safe and um, la la la. <laughs> so I just googled Hoover Dam bodies, and the official number of fatalities involved in building Hoover Dam is ninety six. Holy shit, that's a lot. Damn, that's. A lot of people dying. Yeah, that's not a great work site. Wow. Dark history of Hoover Dam. Yeah, the dark history of the Hoover Dam, man. And another message from the same person. Hi, it's James from Las Vegas again. Sorry for calling so much. (laughs) I I was listening to what episode was I listening to? Hold on. Hold on while I stop my entire vehicle to scroll through my apps and look through the podcast to see which one I was just listening to. I was listening to your mailbag episode labeled (laughs) nuts.com. Hilarious. (laughs) I'm going to just start saying that now, unironically. Anyway. Um, you were mentioning those, those sesame sticks. I don't know if, if there's any sprouts by you ladies, but I yes. work at sprouts yeah. specifically in the bulk department and we have those in our, in the bulk department. We have like several different flavors too. We have like maple bacon and there's like a cheesy one. one. And I mean, that's supposed to like, you know, the top, like, Everyone does, and I've tried all of them, and they're all pretty good, but 
Honestly, the dry, the sweet and dried mango that we have at Sprouts is so good. Ooh. Anyway, sorry, I just had to like share that thought. Have a good rest of your days. Love you, ladies. Stay amazing. La la la. Hoot honk honk. I almost just said hoot hoot. Hoot hoot. hoot. I like hoot hoot actually. Hooty hoot. Hooty hoot. <laughs> we should start saying hoot hoot as our hoot, new thing. Hoot hoot. Hoot hoot. Hoot hoot. Hoot I live very close to a Sprouts. Fuck, I'm going to have to track down to Sprouts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so we have a six-part <laughs> voicemail. So maybe, what's it, I just, I got, what's it about? Here we go. Hey, this is a message for the web crawlers. Um, I'm planning on leaving the longest voicemail so I can fulfill my fantasy of living with Maria as a roommate. So um, buckle up. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, First things first, I was hearing a bit about uh, the full moon. And people are like, something happens on the full moon in hospitals and all that. And I was thinking that it might be maybe because, like, it's the full moon and it's brighter and people are going like, hey, should we go, at least where I'm from, it's like, hey, let's go on a night hike or let's, you oh, know, go out and go to the beach or whatever else. So people are out more maybe That's on the full moon point. than the rest of the cycle, if that makes sense. I mean, it's also probably just cursed and whatever, but I also think that people are more adventurous on a full moon than any other night. So maybe it's that. Um... I love the accent conversation with, with Melissa and, and Ali and Maria's uh, Australian accent, I think they try to do. And my favourite part was when me. Melissa's like, no, it's like this, and then does 
just as bad a job on her accent. And I think it's worth trying different ones out. Um, I don't have it down yet, but uh, how long is a long voicemail? I'm waiting to get cut off because I'm probably... I hope you can fast forward through this. I don't want you to play all this during the uh, talk, but I just want to kind of get this done so it can uh, stop trying to leave the longest voicemail to live with Maria. I'll do that. Um, I know she's a boyfriend. I'm very excited about that too. So um, that's pretty cool. Let me know, top bunk, bottom bunk, what's your preference. Um, I'm not a morning person, but I make really good morning breakfast food. So I'm happy to do that as a roommate. I sleep. I go to bed very late too, so that's something to watch out for. And um, I hope there's not a problem like, if there's a section of the house that I can just kind of stow away in. And, boy, what else? Um, uh, I'm very, I guess people are telling actual stories. So, um, yeah, fast forward, don't, don't play all this, but I want, I'm probably going to leave like four messages just to end this competition. Um, okay, good and you know. didn't give a date, like when the competition's over. So, today's the date. Today. <laughs> boy. Oi. So, Oi. the big Oi. thing was I started watching Flight of the Concords and I loved that accent and I started oh, learning I love, it. I love it. Um, one time I was at a party and I didn't want to be there and my friends were saying, um, you should practice your Australian accent. So I started doing that. And Wait, where is he not from? Australian? What if he's American and he just watched a lot of Flight of the Concords? Because the only, well, the only New Zealander I know is David Ferrier. Okay. I yeah. feel like he sounds more like him than Australian. Oh, okay. yeah, he does. Okay, part two. Uh, now remember, don't play this all. You know, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> and I don't think anyone else does, but maybe you can just like super fast forward through it and like play it at an ultra high speed so people know don't fuck with me. You're not going to win this competition, mate. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so anyway, um, Back to the story I don't care to tell. Uh, I was at a party. I didn't want to be there. My friend said, hey, do your accent. Say you're from Australia. Didn't realize I've been practicing a New Zealand accent. And Wait, I, don't want to, I don't mean to do it right. It's where's not great, it from? But I believe yeah. the New Zealand accent is sharper. You know, no, that's not it. Sharp. You know, it's just more punctual. So it's, I always go back to my friend named Brett. And it's, Brett, don't do that. Whereas an Australian kind of more like lazy and everything else. I didn't know that at the time. So I went to, uh, I was at this party and I was just like, fuck it, I'm Australian now. So I started, like. He's Australian. People were like, oh my God, you're from Australia. And they're like, oh, I really want to go. They have questions about, like, should I go to Sydney? Or maybe, like, I was in Europe for my, you know, year abroad. And I was having to give advice. Never been. I just looked up who the Prime Minister was and I, I just kind of started going with it. Cut to later, I'm now getting in arguments with people and going, look, it's not that America's a selfish country. It's just that they're so self-absorbed. They don't even know what's going on in the rest of the world. This was, again, 10 years ago. I hope things have changed, but not sure. And so it's just like getting to the point where I couldn't (laughs) even backtrack. I couldn't be like, no, just kidding. I'm not from Australia. So... I'm so confused. Where is he from? And I see my friend pointing... And he's talking to a girl and, and he's pointing at me and uh and I don't know what's happening, but she comes over and right away she goes, Okay, oh, so you're from Australia. Now I'm guessing 
I've, I've thought about this a lot. Well, maybe I'll say it at the end. I don't know if I'll remember. <sighs> I think it's like three to four minutes each fucking time before you get cut off from these things. So he points at me, he goes, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what he says. She comes over, she goes, are you Australian? I start, I get heart palpitations. And I don't know what to say. So I say, pardon? <clears throat> she looks at me dead in the eyes and she goes, do you need me to repeat the question? And I, I kind of mumble and I go, hold on one second. And I walk away and I point to my drink and I kind of make like, I don't, I think if you're out and I don't go out a lot, but I think if you just point to your drink and, and you kind of, that's just an excuse in its own right. Hold on. You don't understand where this guy's from. He's saying he's pretending to be Australian, but he sounds Australian, and he's looking up the Prime Minister of New Zealand to... Pre- <sighs> so he's, pre- he's Australian, but... Uh, uh, West Coast, but I also want to say, hey, big ones, I love you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, part three. Doing this for <laughs> oh Maria. Oh, my God. No one else is going to be a roommate. Uh, so <laughs> I point to my glass, I mumble and I walk away. She comes after me and she goes, so what, where are you from? And I knew that when I go, per, you know, Perth, uh, which is just random enough to be helpful. And uh, she goes, oh, no way. What school did you go to? And I go, fuck off. You know, I didn't say that, but I'm just going, oh, dear, come on, man. So finally I just lean in and I go, and I'll drop the accent. <laughs> I go, hey, this is an accent. Just go with it. And she was very helpful, and she helped teach me the difference between, oh, just a little bit. She's like, you know, your accent doesn't sound like it's Australian. It sounds like it's New Zealand. Yeah, so I learned, like, and I'm not great at it, but um, Australian, I think, is a, is just a little bit more like, and a friend of mine was saying, they don't pronounce the D's and the T's in the same way. Whereas in New Zealand, they really take the time, I think. And they pronunciate, and then there's South Africa, which is a a totally different thing, and I'm not even going to try to do that. And this will be maybe in part four, I will. It depends on how desperate I get. Um, So, yeah, that's how I learned about accents. I lost my friend towards the end of the night, and I was wandering around in random houses I didn't know and didn't want to be in, and I was going, I just dropped everything. (laughs) I was calling my friend's name out. And uh, this one guy goes, hey, where's your accent guy? And I go, I'm not from there. I'm fucking tired. Where the fuck is Patrick? And, uh, yeah. Sounds so American. I that, that story. <laughs> what is uh, happening? Yeah, I hope to God you're not playing this all. And you just fast forward and you prove like, <laughs> hey, motherfuckers, this was 16 minutes long. Competition over. Just tell the stories you want. Don't try to make it long. Um, I really think you can, like, probably boil this down to, like, a 10-second fast spit-up clip. Oh, um, I'll edit it. I know people sometimes left part three, so I'm going to do a part four. Um, oh, my God. And, yeah. Um, hey, this is random, but as long as we have time, does anyone know in the water when they, uh, like, when I boil water and I, I have the tea in it and whatever, by the end, it looks fucking metallic and it looks like aluminium. <laughs> Australian version. Just aluminium. Just trying to fake it. <laughs> okay, there's three more parts. Okay, so 
he's American, right? I think he's American and is doing Australian and New Zealand accents for us. It's really good. It's distractingly good. I'm so confused. So he was in Australia at a party pretending to be Australian, but also pretending to be New New Zealand-ish. By the way, I'm starting to have a fun relationship with the woman at the end of the phone. Every time she goes, goodbye, it's kind of nice. (laughs) All right, goodbye, call back. Um, So it's kind of been nice. And she seems sweet, so cry to her. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking at my water, and every time it's like, why the fuck is there a layer of shimmery? You know, like those, like, callback web crawlers episode, I think it's Lisa Frank, but they have, like, those holographic kind of sheen and shine. There's a fucking level of that in the water. And each time... I think you have dust on your... You have oil in your water. I have much energy for a lot of things, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I should probably fix this, but I'm just going to scoop it out. And there's, like, a layer of things that I scoop out, and I kind of, like, scoop on it, because that always works. And I was thinking, like, oh, it might be... um, like calcium in the water and stuff like that for the yeah your water ain't no there's something wrong with your water I don't see anything any google link about a a shimmer like hey there's like a holographic yeah that that would be from oil of metal in my water yeah (laughs) or something bad so I hope it's minerals but um it's just funky maybe I'll email it or something Um, yes please send us a picture yeah, yeah, it's probably suspicious. Don't love it. Um, um, hope you guys are good. Hope uh, Jeb's good. By the way, he had a message about his porch, and he was saying like, um, I think he, he got into like a a bad time, and I just wanted to check on him and make sure that um Aww. the house is doing well, and 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 hopefully it's all been. Reconstructed, and it's a bad time for construction. But I hope it went good for him. And um, what else? I don't even know. No. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, just gonna kind of run out the clock on this one. And then I thought the messages were four minutes. I think it's three. So That's I think I've got to do one more just to end it all. And um, um, excited to wrap this competition up. I don't know how you'll get back in touch with me, but let me know, like, what chores you want to do. Like, maybe I do cooking, you do dishes, your guy does, you know, clean up. I don't know, but it'll be fun, and I'm a big believer in, like, sharing the load, and and, um, I just want to make sure I know your rules. I have my own stuff. Um, If you're going to play my instruments, just be cool about it, let me know, oh, and there are ones that you can play, and, and I'm not that precious about, and then the special ones, it's like, don't touch those, okay? I feel like you probably have the okay. same. Good to know. Um, oh, I'm so excited, maybe we can play music, we can like, yeah, I think you play something, Maria? Anyway. Does she um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, hi to everyone. Uh, I love the little community you guys have built, and it's very cute to hear everything, and um, yeah, I just wanted to say, like, in terms of this competition, don't come at me. Don't try it. If anyone oh. comes back, I will 
go harder. But I think it's best for the web crawlers if you go, okay, and we're ending the competition on that one. I agree. Because, I agree. Um, yeah, I think I don't need to explain why. I'm going around 15 minutes, I think. Just, I think it's what it is, you know. I'm pretty proud of myself. I'm excited. I want to thank web crawlers for the opportunity to win this competition. And I want to thank Maria. Future Rumi, um, so fucking excited. Um, you're the best. You're all the best. Uh, no disrespect. There is one more part. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see how no. long it is. Oh, it's only 40 seconds. Okay. okay. Web crawlers, final message. Again, I pray you didn't play all this. Um, but <laughs> thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for the house thing. That will be fun. I don't even know where you live, but let's do it. And, um, yeah, don't fucking come at me. Just end this competition. Oh, my God. Don't even keep bringing it up. You might have a message on Friday, and you might have entered the competition, in which case disregard these messages. But um, honor and privilege, thanks again. Keep on and keep out, I guess. Maria's my roommate. No one else. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry about it. Wow. I mean, you heard it here first. Competition over. Competition closed. What was his name? Did he say his name? No. And I honestly still don't understand if he's from New Zealand, Australia, or America. Yeah. If that's a fake accent, that's a really good accent. It's it's, it's scary good. Like Mr. Ripley. Talented Mr. Ripley. Talented Mr. Ripley. The talented. Okay, well, there, there you have it. Oh, that was it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah well, that's a, it. A six, a six will do it. I think that'll <laughs> do it. I gotta take a nap. Forget. <laughs> yeah, I need it. I need to do it. Just y'all. Um, all right, guys. Well, please keep on uh, calling in. We love you guys so much. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. and you are the best listeners in the world. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. 
With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.